This is Leslie, Thinking Upwards. You know, right thinking about God leads to right living. In this episode, Alice, Merrill, and Vanessa join me as we talk about how we discovered the spiritual gifts given to us. So I guess the first question we can talk about is uh, just who led you to the Lord and how old were you when it happened? And just make a quick intro that way. Um, I can start off. Um, inside my very first Bible, it, there's a sentence written by the person who led me to Christ. And it says, Leslie became a child of God in the first grade. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> I do look back at that VBS week as the day that I received Christ, although like my journey of growing was a long one and I had a rededication later, but the person who led me to the Lord was my biological auntie who was also my VBS teacher. So that was really nice that kind of solidified the facts. Otherwise I wouldn't remember. Oh, nice. Which auntie was it? Just wondering. Oh, my mom's younger sister. Yeah. She has a lot of younger sisters there, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just one. It's my only. Oh, it's her only oh, oh. Yeah. Jenny. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyone? Vanessa, you can go next. I can go next. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what grade I was, but it was also VBS. I remember I was sitting, you know, the bench outside of the Mac. Like, if you're looking at the Mac, it's to the, to the left of it. We were sitting there, and it's actually uh, Tiff Tay who shared the gospel with me, mm-hmm. and she's actually my discipler now, which is oh, really cool. cool. Nice, great. Wow. wow. Wait, how old were you? I don't remember. It was like remember. maybe first or second grade. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and Tialis. Yeah, well, thank you. Well, what? <laughs> actually, you know what? Yeah, it's funny because in the in uh, Ray and I were on the uh, IT panel uh, last Thursday, and then they asked the same question. So anyway, so I accepted Lord when I was an adult, but actually, I I started in Catholic school. That's when I had the knowledge mm-hmm. about God and the Trinity, but I did not start a relationship with Jesus until you know until after college. So the person who shared the gospel with me was uh, Auntie Helen, uh, Pastor Joe. Oh. and Helen oh. Tang uh, is at a prayer meeting where my sister shared her testimony to get baptized and join the church and I don't know where she came from and she just sat next to me and started talking to me <laughs> while Uncle George up in the front saying oh like you know when you believe in Jesus like you know sometimes you you don't know what's going on you just say yes but like your your real life your your, your eternal life starts at that point and then you just like going with Christ and so she shared gospel with me and I was just bawling she shared from first John chapter one verse nine and I'm just like bawling and and I just say yes 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 I want this Jesus in my life and then so mm-hmm. later I ask her <laughs> and she says I don't remember I shared gospel with you I don't remember <laughs> I said because Auntie Helen you led so many people to Christ so remember, yeah. you remember who you Aww. did <laughs> yeah so that was really sweet yeah, praise God. Amazing. Or maybe yeah. it's more like no confidence in the flesh, full confidence in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Spirit. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess it's my turn. I don't have a person. <laughs> I don't <God>. remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I mean, just like all my life, I've been surrounded by 
like Christian stuff. So I don't have like a clear defining moment. Or how old were you when you think you, when you were saved? I wouldn't be able to say either. I mean, I have like little thoughts of like, like I remember because I went to a Christian elementary school and I remember the principal saying like, if a rock were to come today and kill us all, like, do you think you would go to heaven? So I remember like that. And I remember thinking, oh, I want to believe in Jesus. But I don't know if it's like a serious, you know, mm -hmm. confession <laughs> or belief. I think it wasn't until like early high school where mm -hmm. I really felt moved by like the fact that God loved me. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, that was a good intro into our main question for today which is about spiritual gifts i know it's been brought up in several sermons and actually like this whole pandemic has kind of broken down like structure and ministry and programs and we're just left with the people mm. and i really think that this time like people's spiritual gifts have actually been you know highlighted because without programs in ministry, like you just have the Holy Spirit and like they just go for it. So the question for today is, how did you discover your spiritual gifts? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every time I hear the words gifts, I get excited and I realize yeah, that the gifts, too. The gifts yeah. are you know, they're coming for me, but they're not from me, not from my own ability, not because what I do. So I have these gifts. Gifts are freely given to me. And in this case, spiritual gifts, you know, are freely given to us by God. And so those of us who believe in Jesus, we have spirit dwelling within us. And, and so he also gave us this, the gifts to, to serve him and glorify him. So when I hear the word gifts, I get excited. And then uh, when I first became a believer, um, I just, you know, I was just really, um, I didn't know what I was doing. Sorry, <laughs> but but I remember like how uh, uh, our children's director, uh, Uncle Toman, you know, he was putting an announcement and um, saying that we'll have like a, a nursery uh, a volunteer luncheon. So so I said, oh, I want to go to this one, you know, because I wanted to see what I can help. Right. So I just went there and I realized, and that's when that's how I got started with children ministry in our church. So from nursery and um, I started serving there in a preschool, went to a teacher training program. And just that's how I discovered uh, God's gift for me as a teacher and mm -hmm. as a heart for the children. And just by serving, um, by laboring mm -hmm. in that ministry. So that's how I discovered my spiritual gifts, one of them. So yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it's gifts. So I got to use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I really like this topic too because it's like who doesn't like gifts from God right <laughs> um and I also like that <clears throat> the purpose of these gifts that it's really for the edification to build up the church and I love that picture that God <clears throat> invites us and to participate in the work of building up his mm -hmm. church and that um, these these gifts given to us, um, you know, it's not meant for self selfish reasons or self glorification right. or you know to um, even validate our worth. It's just really mm -hmm. to be used um, for the glory of his church. Yes. So yeah, I do think you are 
a gifted teacher and I think you have um, been given a huge heart to help and to serve and to mm. give. I have, I have, I had to study all the gifts again. <laughs> Me too. You're, yeah. You're so good. Even though I have the gift of giving, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you talking about? Every, oh every picture gosh. I see of Alice, you're just having your hands full and you're just like waiting oh. to give stuff to people. <laughs> oh god is so good god is good yeah yep yeah <laughs> uh for me when I was thinking about this I was kind of reflecting on like <clears throat> just like I guess like my upbringing in FCDC and like just like yeah like I think I was just thinking of the aunties at our church and how I feel like so I feel like one of my special gifts is like serving and I feel like that came from like seeing like you know like the aunties and the uncles at church like serving and I think I was like one of the first memories I feel like I had of like maybe not the first one of the first of like serving at church was um when I co-led like our fall festival I think I was like a senior in high school um I think that was like I mean, that was really scary because I was like co-leading it. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm really bad at public speaking. I'm like not the most organized person. Um, but I felt like it was really like, it was really cool because we got to plan like, uh, like the out, like the prayer walks and like p passing out like flyers to the community and like, um, just like being able to like bless like the outside community, but also like, you know, like within our church too, like the church families. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it came from just like seeing like, you know, people like Auntie Sally and like other people like serve in the church. I mean, that was like really encouraging to me to like, um, like step up in that way. Mm. Yeah. That's definitely, <clears throat> this is a serving church. Everyone really <laughs> serves. Um, yes. There's an abundance of servants at our church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're really organized and uh, really? I think oh you're gosh. actually, yeah, I think you're really gifted in <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This is like, you like to plan, you like to plan things like events mm. and stuff. You know, actually, I was just talking to Kevin about this because I was like, I do not think like personally, I was like, I don't think I have the gift of like admin or like anything like that. But I was like, but I was reflecting on, I was like, I think it's because like, I'm like, oh, like, I feel like if only if you're good at something, then you have this spiritual gift, which is like, I know it's like wrong. Cause it's like, it's not yeah. like based on like your own ability, but it's like right, right. putting your faith in God to like, um, yes. like to use you and to give you those abilities and those gifts mm -hmm, and to like, the time and it's not about, yeah. And it's not necessarily, <laughs> oh, like if you're good at something, you know? And so I think, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, maybe I do, but I was like, I feel like I have very low self-esteem, and I don't think I do. <laughs> but I think that also, like, other people's affirmations, like, you know, because mm. I think what Leslie just like, encouraged you and affirms you in that way, because that's how I, I saw myself it. growing. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, some of you, you feel like, oh, I cannot do this, but... When people like, you know, after, uh, you know, you finish something and then say, oh, yeah, you know, it's such a great job that you really demonstrated, you know, uh, you know, in this area that you're actually calling to do this. I just feel like that affirmation from other people also just confirms that you have, you know, possessed that gifts. And mm. like you said, Vanessa, just keep on working at it. I think it's kind of like, you know, go hand in hand, you know, your confidence is built on what God calls you to do. And he's empowers, he empowers you to do this. Like you said, mm -hmm. it's not out of your own ability. So that's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Thanks. Yeah. I think you're also like not really stuck with just like one gift or two mm-hmm. gifts. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think in like at different times in your life, you can excel in certain gifts or be strengthened in certain gifts, you know? Yeah, that's true. And for, so for you, how about yourself then? Like, how did you discover your own spiritual gifts? I mean, like in the beginning when I was in high school, it was like those inventory tests, which, you know, that's not like mm-hmm. true. Okay. It's just like a helpful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I used to think spiritual gifts was something that you were naturally good at um, or you mm-hmm. found joy in because it mm-hmm. was, you know, God's grace to you to experience his um I guess the the gifts through you in that way. Um, But then I think as I grew and like my life changed and my opportunities of service also changed, Mm -hmm. then like people would start giving me feedback like, oh, did you know you're good at that? And I know my starting point. I'm like, no, I'm really, really naturally bad Mm -hmm. at that. And then like Vanessa, I'd want to, I'd want to decline it and like, (laughs) not give the credit to God for like how people received it. I was just like, no, there's just no way that like that's a spiritual gift. And like, it's like a wrong mindset that I want to go back and say, well, I wasn't good at that, but it doesn't matter. How did you know what yours were? My gifts? Um, I don't know. I, I don't like to use my gifts. <laughs> I feel like the older the older I got, the more I felt like I wasn't really using them as much. What were you guys saying? Mm. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like using them? Because they're so like, <laughs> I feel like my gifts are so like, I know they're my gifts only because like people will say, oh, I was blessed when you did this or did that. But mm. I feel like my gifts are so like external, but I'm like such an internal person that like, I shy away from like using my gifts as much and I think I really struggled okay so like I think one of my gifts would be like teaching or knowledge or wisdom and I think something that I really struggled with especially at our church because it's such a conservative quote-unquote bible Mm. church is that like I felt like well there's no place for me to use my gifts because like I'm a woman and I don't want to be outspoken or I don't want to overstep or Mm. I don't want people to um, feel like I'm trying to like cross a boundary you know and combined Mm. with that since we're at Asian church I felt even more like well I don't have a place because I'm young and like who am I to like say this or say that so I think when especially when I first became a pastor's wife I had a lot Mm. of conversations with Hanley where I really felt like I have no place in this church to use my gifts like Mm. I have no outlet Mm. I don't want to I told him, like, I don't want to teach kids, like, that's not my, I I don't mind it, but it's not, like, my passion, you know, like, I know where I thrive, and I, I like to have, like, deep conversations that are, like, more intellectual, and I feel like that's how I grow, and that's how I'm able to bless other people, but I really struggled in finding, like, a way to exercise those gifts in a church like ours, um, I think as I'm getting older, I don't know, it's just maybe naturally certain things present itself where I can like exercise my gifts. But I think right now in motherhood, like, I I don't know, I'm just like stuck in motherhood. Like, it's hard to exercise that (laughs) gift when you're in motherhood. It takes time, right? Like, it takes time to 
study and to read and to have these conversations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um I don't know I guess it just comes out in different ways hmm. I agree Meryl I, I don't yeah I agree that's gonna come out different way and then this the season of your life your focus is on your family on your children and but the gifts of wisdom knowledge and teaching is still with you I think that you still are able to exercise those gifts um you know actually think about it your children and your husband are the most blessed one because they get the first hand of teaching <laughs> i don't know man and i don't know if them. they would agree with this <laughs> no, but I, no I, what i mean is like you support handling in such a way that you both like because in god's says the iron shop and iron right even though you're his wife he's your husband and but there's so much you guys can dis- discuss and talk about mm-hmm. you actually help people think through a lot that i think through a lot of things and maybe even helping to prepare his sermon you never know mm. god use those conversations not sermon. <laughs> She's like, no, not sermon. you never know anyway what i'm trying to say is that you know a lot of times that we might not see ourselves in a place where we can exercise our spiritual gifts but but the influence that you have on other people just by being who you are and by speaking the truth um in love and pointing other to christ i think that alone or already really you know is the way that god will use you to glorify mm-hmm. him edify other believers in the community you know using that gifts and definitely you're right i mean like kids are so small and uh when you come to come on the outest age you'll feel like so much more freedom and you're gonna mm-hmm. miss your kids i'm sorry i miss my kids sometimes and i feel like i spent too much time with, uh, with pastor kevin <laughs> just kidding <laughs> On Friday night, they're still in Yonga It's 11 o'clock. They should let Pastor Kevin go to sleep. Come on, talk to mom and dad. But anyway, yeah, they just, yeah. I miss them. I miss them sometimes. Just, you know, yeah. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> Sidetrack. I feel like, like spiritual gifts don't have to be like structured within ministry opportunities mm. because ministry opportunities are just like man-created whatever programs but I feel like your gifts come out when you can have a conversation with Mm. people and you know I I know you don't like being that person (laughs) that gets a lot of attention but like I tell you when I watch people talk to you I just see you you know spitting out all this knowledge and you like to you know explain things and give instruction and people are always listening and I feel like they in those um, unstructured informal settings like God is also using those opportunities because you know the building up of the church happens from person to person so I don't know like maybe you feel like it wasn't there's no formal place for you but I think in those <clears throat> informal conversations I think God is still allowing it to be used I mean even you know when I talk to you um I always I feel challenged because those <laughs> I don't it's have just because we're so different Leslie yeah. we're like opposites <laughs> like opposites trying I'm to explain always I feel like even here though like even this like formally like I feel like you, you're using your gifts through like this podcast too yeah, I'm like talking by Leslie's, Leslie's bidding. <laughs> yes. No, because she said that you say you like to answer questions and I like to ask questions. So the that's opposite. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, 
I mean, motherhood with young kids, it is a temporary season, but I think that season's more so for like our own humbling sake, Mm. like for our like sanctification to really learn like knee deep what it means to serve or love through serving, you know, other people starting with our family because mm-hmm. yeah, I struggle too. I, I feel like sometimes this is out, this is it. Even though it's like a lot of work. I'm like, wait, this is all I get to do in this season. <laughs> Cause like, I want to do exciting things and like, you know, the stuff in the home, it's, it's mundane and it's repetitive mm-hmm. and it's, so humbling, you know. I feel like I'm just on my knees the whole day, literally mm. and spiritually. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally, I'm on my knees all the time. But I feel yeah. like this this has been so sanctifying for me to really understand the heart of like serving another individual on a missions trips. Mm. You know, you don't have anything to rely on out there on the field except mm the word of God and the Holy Spirit. And I think like those are times in my life where when that confidence is put not on the flesh, but on the Holy Spirit and the the power and the leading and the the guiding of the Holy Spirit, like, yeah, sometimes God will empower and manifest his spirit through the workers to do things that they, you know, they would say that was definitely God. And I think that's kind of like the the whole purpose you know it's like I think when you're on the field you have this mindset like we are laboring for the Lord and we are humbly depending and relying on him and I feel like people's spiritual gifts come out then some that are natural and some that are just in that moment like a manifestation that you can go back and say wow God that was really Hmm. grace for allowing us to participate like that a big part of spiritual gifts is like the body like affirming you of oh, yeah. how they've been yeah. blessed by mm-hmm. um I think if you don't know your spiritual gifts like you should just try something I agree <laughs> that's true and just mm-hmm. go that's for true. it and then if you mm-hmm. it, then yeah. that's even better you know I'm sure people will be blessed by whatever you yeah. do yeah Another thing I found is that when I, I'm not sure if I can do this, like when I said earlier, but, but I feel like if, the more I go at it and um, even just pray before I do it uh, or pray while I'm planning this and that, um, I do see like God really um, uses me in the way that only he sees fit. Mm-hmm. And at the end of, say, for example, I'm mentoring um, a couple young women in our church. And sometimes they will bring up things that, oh, I was so afraid that they would bring up things that I don't know how to answer. But over the years, I realized that it's not up to what I say that mm. will change their life or will give mm. them direction. It's what God has to say that will speak to their hearts. So I always bring them back to God's word. And sometimes I don't even know what the verses are at. in the Bible. I would just say, well, I remember that's what God says, but we're going to look for it together. <laughs> But it's like, but amazing thing is that every time after our conversation, you know, they feel what they feel that they are, they really uh, received a lot of encouragement and they were being directed to back to God. And, Mm -hmm. and I feel just that joy that I don't, 
it's like unspeakable joy like where I don't know yeah. how to start you know like mm. before it's like totally different feeling before I went to the meeting and after the meeting is is, is finished it's completed so I just see how God used those opportunities to affirm me even God himself affirms me that this is where I want you to be and this is where you can exercise your gift so I just see that just that joy that fulfilled uh um fulfillment of uh, with that joyful feeling inside my heart you know, I think that's another indicator for me that I mm. have that spiritual gift that God's given me. I can mm. edify other people, encourage them to, like, you know, press onward mm -hmm. for, for the gospel. Yeah, for the sanctification. Mm -hmm. I agree. I forgot to mention that, that that is definitely one of your strong, very uh, <laughs> dominant gifts. Exhortation. Mm -hmm. Every time I talk Thank to you. you, I feel so encouraged and edified. Definitely. That's what we'll do here, right? We'll edify, we'll edify one another here <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I really like um, the intentionality that every time you feel blessed by someone, I think it's easy to assume that people think that when they're used by God, that they know they're being used by God. Mm -hmm. But I don't mm -hmm. think that they do. That's true. Like, That's you know, true. they're just like taking that step of faith to be faithful. Yeah with the mm -hmm. opportunity or even right. like a, you know, a steward of a mm -hmm. gift or an ability even. And I think like, it is really the church's um, hope or responsibility to like give that feedback. And sometimes they have no idea that something mm -hmm. was used for God's glory. So yeah, I really mm -hmm. think that if uh, more people can give affirmation and feedback um that will strengthen the church as well because it's mm -hmm. like affirming you know saying mm. i value you god has blessed me by his grace through this opportunity yeah. and mm -hmm. yeah <coughs> i'm all for verbal affirmations to strengthen the church yeah did you guys ever have like affirmation time in like a setting and people just kind of go mm -hmm. around and say what they appreciate about you yeah, I had in college. I felt really awkward. <laughs> it was nice, though. It was nice. Yeah, I know. Those times are more rare because it's not like a common practice in our culture. Yeah, to be it's like not common, yeah. Verbally yeah. affirming. Even like in, or verbally, right? Because I was thinking, saying that in youth retreat, they, one time the boys came home with a bag of like, you know, a brown oh. bag. Oh, they yeah. Have, yeah. Right? I remember that everyone, they mm -hmm. start writing a little... Uh, notes of appreciation to one another and mm -hmm. they drop the cards in the bag so they all came home with a, a brown bag with all like cards of appreciation that was so sweet yeah yeah it's just such an encouragement um yeah to to do that yeah to have such a thing for the people to get, receive affirmation even through writings and mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a good idea mm -hmm. i think i want to also distinguish <laughs> the difference between like spiritual gifts and talents mm. um mm -hmm. like you know when you go out in the working field you right. grow talents right you become more mm -hmm. skilled and um like a great secular teacher right. doesn't necessarily can't necessarily say like they're a they have the gift of teaching right mm -hmm. so i think in that way like it always just comes back to um the, the goal of right. like, what is the purpose of this? It is to build up the church. And I think one thing we can really 
focus our attention to is like, how can we love one another? Because that is, that supersedes um, yes. the spiritual gifts. Everything. It's just yeah. love. Like it begins from like wanting right. to love the church, um, want to see the church mature in Christ and to be full of Christ. God has given different spiritual gifts to all believers for the common good of building up the body of Christ. My prayer is that you will put your confidence in the Holy Spirit's power to exercise those gifts. Join us next time on the Walnut Women podcast. Thanks for listening. Prayer and intercession is not a spiritual gift. It's not? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's something all Christians are supposed to be doing, um, mm -hmm. interceding for each other. But if it was, mm -hmm. I would claim that one is mine. But it's not a spiritual <sighs> gift. So if prayer is not a spiritual gift. Not. But then I would say like. It's not even listed in any of those passages. That's true. But then if you were to categorize it, I feel like someone who is uh, like interceding for people would have mm -hmm. like the spiritual gift of faith. Oh, that's, and, um, that's true that's like, the point mm -hmm. compassion or mercy mm -hmm. mercy right? there we go mm -hmm. those for sure are spiritual gifts yes, yes they, they are, are. <laughs> and the mercy is mercy is definitely for sure or and even faith. time faith and faith one. yes yeah. yes that's what i concluded like mm. i concluded yes i think i have the gift of mercy and faith mm.